welcome to another incredible show of How Sam Sees It. I see what you did there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, fun with words, folks. <laughs> uh, speaking of fun with words, the guy you hear over there is not just your average guy or your ordinary bear, as some would say. No, it's average bear. Your average bear. Yeah. Ordinary is not the same. No. Well, it's kind of. <laughs> but yes, all the same, Mr. J. Rod. Hello again, everybody. So, yeah, we uh, we are here to bring the reviews uh, to all of yous. Um, even me, even you, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, reviews today. Uh, after um, uh, we go through our program here, uh, we'll include one for the Incredibles, or as the French say, "Incroyable." Is that how they say it? Yeah. All right. Uh, and you then, learn something new. Uh, also, we'll have a quick review for Tag, and then, boy, do I have some shit to say about. Hereditary. The scariest movie ever? Uh, that is what some people say. Uh, the question is, is, uh, you know, is it the scariest movie ever? Just and you will be like. able to find out uh, in just a short little bit. Um, so, But I will say this, regardless of my review, is it's one that gets a precursor. I'll tell you this early. Is that like a colon or what? Well, uh, you got to know huh. that... Even though some people love this movie, some people hate this movie, there is no in-between. It's very divisive. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm going to give... I I prefer to say divisive. Well, there you go. Uh, I'm going to, you know, give you my my hot take on it, if you will. Uh, But it might not... That's what the kids do these days. It might not work for you, but I'll give you some reasons as as to base your decision on. I'll let you know what type of horror it is, examples of others (laughs) Wait, 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 what type of what? Yeah, yeah, whores, I believe. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, Good. I just wanted to make sure I heard stuff. you correctly. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, uh, you know, I'll let you know uh, what type of horror film it is, <laughs> and then if it's if it's your type of horror, then uh, perhaps uh, you'll be good. Now that I'm saying that, now if I was saying it uh, in the other way, that I believe that's pronounced whores. Mm-hmm. What is she a whore? <laughs> I believe it's your how it mother goes. is a whore. Yeah, your mother is a whore. Uh, <laughs> is is how they is how it goes. I think. Uh, thank you for that, uh, Joey Pants. He lets us. He lets us all know. Uh, I'm seeing here as we're about to get started um, on the uh, the weekly update. We, it's not going to be. Uh, we we had to take last week off. Uh, there was a friend of J Rod's in from out of town who was or who was in town who was going out of town, yep. and returning he, home. Yeah, and he wanted to make sure that he could go by there. Plus, all we had had for you was the hereditary. And I didn't want to overload the show with just hereditary because I'm going to tell you something. I was fired up and... Ooh, oh, yeah. So I something. guess that means I have two secret movies if we want to do two. Well, we'll see how it's going. All right. You know, uh, it, you know, let's not get too carried away. But then again, we might just get too carried away. Great. See? Uh, Great. Both featuring two. I love the spontaneity. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, but anyways... Um, yeah, so uh, we have some stuff to talk about, but obviously I'm not going to go back through you know two two weeks worth of of stuff. I, I just, right. we don't have that kind of time, so I'm going to find some highlights and we're going to talk about a couple of things. Tom Hanks improving in uh, iambic pentameter. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. uh, you got some of that, do you? Oh yeah, yeah. You, you didn't hear about this? No. What is that? <clears throat> uh, Tom- Wait. 
Hey, yeah, hold, yep, you're right. Hold the phone. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and uh, get into this officially now. So uh, we've we've given you the skinny uh, and the and the layout. What we call uh, that is a hook. That's Bring right. It back. That's right. Uh, so and you're not going to want to miss these reviews. I promise you, they are uh, the great reviews. They're tremendous. They're they're huge. They're they're wonderful. They are the greatest reviews uh, to ever be reviewed in the history of all of the news. So uh, so yeah. <laughs> Very well then. Yeah, that said, uh, we're going into the weekly update. We're doing it right now. That's one small step for man. All the humanity and all the... I shall resign the presidency effective at noon tomorrow. I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. So, hold up. Uh, you said Tom Hanks. Yep. National treasure. Yep. Uh, everybody loves him. Mm-hmm. Um Except for Stephen Colbert, he's not. He's not. Well, it was it, uh, from the Colbert rapport. It was a long-standing thing that they were. Uh, oh, like rivals. the Kimmel and Matt Damon, yeah, mm-hmm. business there. Okay, so you said that he was doing what in iambic pentameter? Uh, Improving. Okay, so first off, if you if you do know, uh, then you probably got a little theater in you, and you don't know it yet, or, or at least some uh, English lit, we'll say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, iambic pentameter general. is is the the rhythm in which it's a very uh, Shakespeare, specific meter, yeah, and is in which Shakespeare is is read, um, and oftentimes butchered in films <laughs> yeah. uh, or or television shows. Because well, the worst thing you can do is actually try. It, well, really that hard. too, and they they see the Shakespeare and they're like, "Well, I'm going to read it like this," and like Shakespeare demands you only read it the one way because that's how it's wrote. So if you read it yeah. many other ways without thinking it through. You're, it's not going to come across like it's supposed to. So Good just man. you know, you know, you just got to know what you're doing out there if you're getting too crazy with the iambic pentameter, which yeah. is why a a non theatrical guy uh, like Tom Hanks doing stuff uh, improv in iambic pentameter is uh, a story. Yeah, it is. Uh, there's a video of it too if you'd like to watch it. But, I would like to watch um, it. How do I find this? Uh, you just type in Tom Hanks improv. On Google, yeah. the, the Google machine. Uh, the t- All the, the specific title of this article that I'm looking at here: Tom Hanks wows with his masterful improv skills after medical emergency during Shakespeare play. Now, see, it's a very I, long title. A lot of people. It is a long Headline title. Damn. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't even fit, even <laughs> if I turn my phone sideways. A lot of people forget that Tom Hanks is uh, from. He began with a comedy background. He started. He was oh, on Bosom uh, Buddies. Yeah, TV shows. You know, he was doing comedies, comedic movies, Bosom Buddies. TV yeah. shows, sitcoms. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, like, he was a funny guy, and then he got serious. And After was awesome. Philadelphia, yeah. Yeah, and he got himself some hardware. and then Philadelphia Story? Evolved. It no, it was Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, and Bruce Springsteen won the song for the streets of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And then he became Forrest Gump. Yep. And then he won again, and mm-hmm. he's like, uh, uh, I'm awesome now, but I'm not letting it go to my head. I'm yeah. still going to keep doing just good stuff. And uh, there's Tom Hanks. So uh, him doing that in iambic pentameter is pretty, uh, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, apparently um, he was playing Falstaff, um, one of the more famous Shakespearean characters. And during Falstaff's big uh, soliloquy, which means monologue yeah, in, in Shakespearean. Fancy, fancy word for it. Um, somebody had a seizure or a heart attack or something, and it took 15 minutes for them to clear out so he just kind of rambled on and improved a whole 15 minutes of the soliloquy while they dealt with the medical emergency well okay interesting yeah 
Yeah, so if you'd like to watch it, it's out there. Yeah, something that you don't hear uh, every day. Uh, so, yeah, here we go. Uh, it is the MTV Movie Awards, and while I do not think that they really provide much bearing of real uh, you know, popular culture of good movies. It's more about, you know, it's more of a popularity contest. But I, I did see just that Chadwick Boseman won Best Hero, uh, which is pretty, uh, pretty, pretty awesome for him because there was Infinity War, which had all the heroes. So Best Hero yeah. could have been fucking anybody. Yeah. And it was Black Panther. So um, I the, the, pro- Probably due to his massive success on his single movie yeah, earlier this year. Yeah, let's call it his massive success. Yeah. Uh, and, and boy, it, it was huge, too. So, I mean, that's that's a big deal. Um, not the MTV Movie Awards. The the numbers and the success of Black Panther and all that is it. Uh, it was multicultural, as it as it were, branched yeah. way out of the Marvel um, normal demographic and pulled Indeed. in people from audience, from yeah. all kinds of spots, and not even just new audiences there, but even different countries. Or, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Africa's like maybe we will watch some of these Marvel movies. <laughs> What's going on here? Make sure well, we're I think being Marvel, represented pre- properly here. Indeed, and Marvel made the push for that as well. It, it didn't just happen naturally, necessarily. Yeah, yeah. Marvel's good like that. They are. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, um, this is interesting news for us, for the Walking Dead fans out there, uh, particularly uh, because I mean, sorry, spoiler alert from fucking two thousand and. Nine, uh, you know, John Bernthal is not on The Walking Dead anymore. <laughs> I'll let you connect the dots as to why. Uh, and, but he, John Bernthal, is returning to Walking Dead for season nine. Not saying why, not saying what for. Uh, it, it, we talked about it last week or week before. It is uh, the last confirmed season for uh, Rick for Andrew Lincoln. Who plays Rick? He's going to be in six episodes of, I believe, the sixteen. Maybe it'll be a shorter season because of it. I don't know, mm-hmm. but I'm guessing dollars to donuts here, sir, that uh, old Johnny Bernthal shows up for Rick's last episode, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be in form of a flashback or a hallucination. Or uh, there's also the extreme possibility that he could circle back to where he was at one point in time and see Walker Shane uh, running around. So who knows? But uh, either way, I love John Bernthal. So when I see that, I'm like, I'm at least excited for that episode (laughs) Uh, because I did not love the uh, last season. So uh, the movie Blockers, uh, cock blockers, but the movie Blockers is out on Voodoo now. We reviewed it highly here. It's a pretty uh, good movie, a little bit of raunch and a little bit of heart, and uh, it's definitely worth seeing. So if you want to check that out, it just hit uh, here this week. This was pretty funny. Um, I don't usually like to get into the whole meme thing, but as uh, you know, during football season, I'm a little bit of a fanatic, and this is just too funny. Reggie Bush, uh, not so great NFL running back, uh, good college running back, but I believe he took some stuff and had to give back his college hardware, but that did not affect his talent. But anyways, Reggie Bush wrote on the Twitters, says, I never understand how restaurants serve cold or lukewarm food when it's supposed, supposed, not supposed, but supposed Mm -hmm. to be hot. Uh, it's Twitter, so sometimes you got to leave some stuff off because you only get uh, so yeah, much. Yeah, or you just mistype because yeah, you're typing fast. You know, that could be too, but there's like three exclamation points and a question mark. Those are, you know, valuable space, mm-hmm. spaces. But anyways, it says, especially if the food is your only source of income. 
Then I told the waitress it was still cold when she brought back a different plate. And then it was still cold. Uh-huh. And then this guy says, I once drafted a running back in fantasy football that got me negative three yards on the whole season. Some people just suck at what they do. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ooh, got him. <laughs> I, I saw a really good meme that I think you would love. It was Breaking Bad, the Medicare, Medicare for All edition. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. like, you have brain cancer. Your treatment starts immediately and there's no cost to you. The end. <laughs> Have you seen the uh, Have you seen the the Breaking Bad Infinity uh, War uh, meme where it's it's uh, it's Marie standing on the top half and uh, on the bottom half it's it's uh, Thanos done up like Hank with the the gauntlet and Marie says uh, Hank are you done playing with your little Infinity rocks that, yeah. yet or whatever and he's like God damn it Marie it's Infinity <laughs> minerals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, but that's that's pretty good stuff too. So I I, I took a, a particularly good uh, charge out of that. It was good stuff. It was also Father's Day, so I hope all of the fathers out there uh, had a good day. I, I do. I saw my dad. We had some food, uh, some portillos. Uh, we made steaks. Steaks are good too. Yeah. Um, yeah. We weren't feeling the making things. It was hot. It was really hot. Uh, yeah. So we were just like. It was. Hey, we're going to go to either get steak at the Texas Roadhouse because, you know, steaks are on the mind. But uh, the wait was long. It's dead food. It, well, it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, and it's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. the wait was, like, pretty long. And we were like, eh, we'll just go out to Portillo's. We like Portillo's. That's so, good. Yeah, we went out there and had ourselves uh, a time. It was uh, quite good. But, yeah, I, uh, you know, I get on uh, very well with my father. So I always like to make sure. I pay him, uh, you know, proper uh, proper respects. Good on so, you. Uh, this is pretty funny. I can't show you on the show. I'm just going to tell you if you want something funny to check out. There's a video that's circulating around. It's from like 1989 when the two live crew went on the Phil Donahue show. <laughs> and the audience... Uh, did not know what the fuck just hit them <laughs> as they came out to sing their hit, The Fuck Shop. Uh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, not... Anybody under the age of 30 in the whole audience, (laughs) uh, rap is not much of a thing yet. There's like maybe four groups and like three dirty groups. Yeah, well, and it it was a thing in the news because of, shit, was NWA even a thing about that time? uh, They were just getting started. It's like the 87 through 89 was kind of like... Well, it was was the new rock and roll. It was the moral decay of the youth. So they were, what is this rap thing all about? So I just, if you really want to smile, I urge you to to seek out the video and just look at the look on the people's faces in the crowd. (laughs) Yeah, it is pure hilarity that cannot actually be described uh, because it's just that funny. And these people have no idea. That's They're like, awesome. what the fuck is going on? What he just, just said the fuck shop. <laughs> and then they're about to start singing. And they have strippers in with them, too. So, oh, nice. Yeah, so there's that as well. You know, leaving no no stone unturned there. you got to make sure to offend all. <laughs> 
Um, I think they were just doing their show. That's what it sounds like anyway. Yeah, but that's a show that should never have been brought upon normal televisions through the, the likes of Phil Donahue. Uh, but I think that was the point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I know. They the wanted to shock is. the parents. Yeah, they, they did. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you this. No. Um, so, yeah, just a little bit of a personal take. Uh, this, this past couple of weeks have been a little tough. Here, I mean, it all all's well that ends well, I guess, but uh, we got hit with some car trouble. Mm-hmm. So that was like uh, a chunk of change uh, to get that fixed because you got to keep your car in good working order because you got to go from A to B. You know what I'm saying? Can't be worried about it either. Uh, no. Um, and it's a nice car and we don't want it to, to get messed up. So we we took the sting on that and was like, yeah, but you know, uh, but it's done. The car's working. So I get up. It's my day off last week. It was last uh, Tuesday, exactly. And I get up and I'm like, yeah, you know, all right. Uh, got some good sleeps. My day off. Car is fixed. No problems. I go to turn my computer on. No, sir. Uh, there was a power surge early in the morning, and it uh, it killed it dead. Uh, no good. It, it killed it bang dead. And I'm like, really? Like the very next day, not even, but like 18 hours later, I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> and here I use the desktop for the equivalent of what you would use your laptop for. Yeah. And, and then add on some of your Apple TV because I stream all kinds of stuff through uh, Windows 10 mm-hmm. on my desktop through to my television, which acts as its own receiver, kind of like a Chrome stick does, yep. but yeah. the TV itself is the stick. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I use my desktop a lot, and yes, I can do that with a laptop, but that's, I, I'm just so used to using a desktop that well, I needed a new tower, yeah, is the, the long and short of it. Until my home computer uh, died, I used my desktop to actually run my you know, my home entertainment yeah. system and, that's, and stuff. that's what I do, and that's what, yeah. I, what I'm still doing. So basically my, that whole uh, point of that story was is that I needed to get that fixed, and buying a new computer on top of having to just deal with car expenditures is no pleasure cruise. No. Uh, so yeah, uh, we did not eat well this week, but we got that taken care of. We actually got a really good deal. I got a, uh, a cyber power uh, computer, which is a great... Uh, the specs are fantastic on the thing. It's a gaming computer, which I don't usually use much of the gaming for, but it's nice to know I have an option. You got extra RAM, though. Oh, I got That's tons. What that means. My, my video card alone has two gig on it. Yeah. Of just my video card. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's insane. Uh, and it's DDR. It runs fast. It's, it's built for speed and, and aeration, and it's cool. It's got this, like multicolored like display that like runs lightwise and then it's got like blue lighting on the side and it's got a a glass like a glass shelf too which is really awesome so you can see right the fuck on through it Mm -hmm. and what it's doing and it's very well um you know aerated so that it's you know uh, but my whole point to this is is uh my old computer was a dell and i kept that thing running for the past eight years and i called it my frank computer because I would have to keep it chugging along because I, if something would go out, I know how to fix it. Replace so I this, this, replace that. Yeah, yeah, pop this in. New graphics card here for cheap 50 bucks just to keep it running or mm-hmm. whatever. And uh, my dad, who is of a great computer mind like myself, uh, he came down and I came down. We were looking at the Frank computer. We're trying this. We're trying that. We try all kinds of different stuff. And my dad's like, nah. And I'm like, I know. I tried and... You tried, and nah, my dad's job is computers. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we were like, yeah, I told Anna the bad news. She was not thrilled, and we went out to the Double B and got a good deal 
Uh, actually, a really good deal on a new uh, desktop, but not, that's neither here nor there. As we got it, we got home, and it's almost like a like a fuck you guy by nature or forces <laughs> unknown. The computer was on when I came home with the new computer. <laughs> I was like, what in the fuck? Uh <laughs> I'm fairly learned in computers. I can build one, so I know a thing or two. And my dad's whole world is computers. And we spent four fucking hours. Four hours. Did you did you turn it off and then turn it back <laughs> yeah, on? We did, yes. Uh, and we even checked all kinds of plugs and everything. <laughs> but, yeah, we were like, this is fucking unbelievable. I mean, in, in the end, you know, uh, it's not like, we'll take the new one back. Your problem solved. It's not. If I'd have turned it off, it wouldn't have started back up again. It was just almost the ir- ironicness of it all. To just, It's like a jab or something. I was like, you got to awesome. be shitting me. But yeah, in the end, it all it all worked out. But it, it's been a stressful, uh, you know, couple of weeks. So sounds like. But the new computer is nice. Uh, it looks yeah, nice. And it's then, making all kinds of colors over there. So yeah, it's see. really sweet, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the colors that the mouse goes matches. It has like a rainbow display on the front, and then like on the side, it's, know, it's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Especially for you as like a lighting guy, it's like all got. Awesome lighting for a computer. Yeah, it's too much for me, honestly. I, I yeah. just want my computer to compute. See, I I, I, I like the extra frills yeah. uh, on there. Like, I mean, obviously, if it's not there, I don't care as long as it's a good computer. But I turned it on, and I was like, ooh, fancy, you know, because of the colors. I'm like, I like the colors. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. neat. Uh, so, uh, you know, again, as they said, all's well that, t- that ends well. Uh, and things are backing up and running smooth and everything. But... You know, it was like one of those weeks where you're just like, really? Like, yeah, fucking really? The you good know? part about that is they suck when they're happening, but once they're over, at least you have some sort of peace of mind. You're like, well, at least yeah. the, all the big stuff's taken care of. The car's taken care of. The computer's taken care of. It's yeah. going to be a while. Well, and not only that, I mean, this is coming from a computer that's eight years old. So, dude, the upgrade is massive. Yeah. Like, my computer basically was less powerful than the engine in my S8 Plus phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yep. know what I'm saying? Yep. I do. Uh, my dad's like, yeah, your phone has a stronger engine than that eight-year-old Dell. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I know, it's crazy. So now what I got in it, I'm like, this is a friggin' powerhouse. You got you all know? the whiz-bang. Yeah, like I hit, like I turned my computer on, and when I used to boot my computer, I'd boot it, I'd go, I'd grab a soda, use the restroom, whatever, <laughs> sit down. Then I'll be like, okay, it's almost at the login screen, and then I'll do the login. This, I hit the button, and the login screen is up in less than 20 seconds. Yeah, I've, I've pretty much got the same issues, uh, I'm like, honestly. Uh, uh, oh, you you got one on its last leg? Oh, yeah, th- this one here that we're recording on. Look out. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, no, it's the same age as the one that, that died earlier. Remember that? I so, do. Yeah. Oh, yes. The great crash of 2017. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, so, uh, but there's anyways. A, there's a big update for it. I'm like, nope, nope, not doing it till I have to. Yeah, we're just going to, we're going to belay that order, <laughs> yeah. uh, as as they say, I guess. In, well, and, in, and uh, the good power. Lord willing, I'll get a new computer and just take this one off the internet and we'll just record on this one, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so back to a couple of things I want to ask you. Uh, oh, Okay. So Quiz time. Uh, you may or may not know this or not, but there is a this is really happening. Uh, Todd Phillips, director of films, The Hangover and uh, Due Date and uh, Road Trip and uh, Old School and a lot of really good movies, funny movies, mm-hmm. older movies. 
Uh, Martin Scorsese, my favorite director of all time. I don't need to name Scorsese movies. If I do, uh, this is a film movie podcast. I yeah, you should know at least a couple. But yeah, we'll go through and we'll say Departed, Goodfellas, Casino. You get the point. Yeah. Uh, so he and Todd Phillips are working together. Martin Scorsese is the money man. Todd Phillips is the director. And they have hired Joaquin Phoenix. And uh, let me read it as they put it uh, because I want to make sure that I'm saying this correctly. It's official now. Joaquin Phoenix has signed on to play the Joker in a new film, and the production is set to begin this fall. Todd Phillips and Martin Scorsese-led film starring Joaquin Phillips has Phillips Phoenix has a modest budget of fifty-five million dollars and could is basically to launch an imprint of darker and adult-themed DC films. And it has no affiliation with the DC Extended Universe. Like, it's probably like, the smartest thing DC's like, done in a while. I agree. Yeah. And, and they're like, you can have all your little experiment shit Justice over here. Lee, yeah. uh, we're going to get dark over here. They should call that and, the Vertigo or and something. And they should. Yeah. And, and we're going to make movies that adults want to see that we're going to be like, don't bring your kids to this shit. Yeah. It's dark. It's dirty. It's dank. It's bloody. It's cursing. You know, well, typical th- Scorsese. Yeah, and the thing I think, well, one of the major problems DC has is they want to make everything Batman, and not all of their heroes are Batman. Bat- yeah. Batman stands out because he's unique in that way, but anyway. It's true. Uh, it is. Uh, E3 was this week. Um, I, can't, I can't even begin to break down all the cool stuff that there was at E3 this year, but uh, uh, if you're a PlayStation 4 owner, uh, as, as as me and, and J-Rod are, there is some great stuff in our future. The Last of Us 2, I oh heard my you God, check that, that out. so good. Oh, it does. Uh, the Spider-Man, Whoa. the new Spider-Man looks fantastic. I, I am cautiously optimistic because I have yet to play a Spider-Man game that was even good. Uh, Spider-Man 2, it was called, was badass and it nailed it and it had like a 9.0 review and it's been the only great I don't think Spider-Man I actually played that one. So yeah. To ever be made, and this looks like it could finally be a worthy successor. But there, I mean, there's even more. Uh, so it's on made there. by the Arkham people, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There's the Doom. There's the Fallout Memorpiga. Yeah, all all kinds of good stuff. Uh, so just yeah, type in E3 and all, all kinds of articles and videos of all kinds of badass stuff's going to come up. And uh, it just man, I'm telling you what, uh, it's. Uh, a lot of good stuff. Oh yes. Um, so this is pretty funny, just because it is. Uh, you know, it's, I like it when restaurants do dumb shit. And if you don't know, Wendy's has a social media, and it's savage as fuck. Like seriously. Yeah, they have well, to have hired a professional comedian. Yeah, that's something not, that's be- not, that ain't some dude working at Wendy's. No, it ain't. It's not a guy that's like I think. This is clever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like no, no, no. This is a comedian. I've been either. in business school. I know what's funny. Yeah. Uh, so, but anyways, uh, they they're the ones that got it started. But uh, it's pretty funny if you want to type it in and check it out. I'm not going to go through all of them. But IHOP, the International House of Pancakes, temporarily changed their name. They didn't bother to tell anybody it was temporary until after they caught the. Uh, I don't want to say backlash because nobody really gives a shit. But like. There was fun had at their expense. Yeah, uh, they they went from IHOP to IHOB, 
which is, you know, IHOP International House Are you of Pancakes. sure it was always supposed to be temporary? No. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it was. I yeah. think that they're like, we were, it's only temporary, guys. We were just totally kidding. Yeah. It's, like, I don't think so. Like, I think they're like, we got some badass burgers and we're going to rebrand. And they tried and they got fucking roasted. Yeah, it was literally like 12 hours. Task. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they're like, we're, hey, guys, it's temporary. Okay. We just got new burgers and we want to try this out. But. But no, I don't think so. I yeah. think that it was that, and ev- every fast this ain't food chain. No April Fool's Day, I hop. You're not fooling yeah. anybody. Every fast food chain, but McDonald's, because Wendy's has roasted the shit out of McDonald's, mm. and McDonald's is like, I, I don't play the Wendy's game. <laughs> we don't even try. Yeah, we try to get snarky. They take us to school. Uh, yes, sir. And so. Uh, that's a well-known, uh, if you go on the, the Wendy's Twitter, Twitter feed, battle, oh my God, you should see the shit. They, they're like, fuck you, McDonald's, not in those words, but basically that's yeah. what they are. But anyways, uh, yeah, there was a lot of, uh, of, uh, fun had like, uh, you know, uh, Burger King changed their name to Pancake King. They did. Uh, mm-hmm. which was pretty funny. And, like their Twitter banner was pancakes and stuff. Yeah. You know, stuff like that, which is pretty good. Uh, the Waffle House, somebody was like, don't you go screwing around talking about burgers. They're like... While we like our burgers, we know our roots, you <laughs> yeah. know, and just subtle little things like that to just, uh, you know, further further jabs. Wendy's was like, uh, oh, look out. There's a new competitor in town. And we're like, yeah, we're not so worried about the company that had a hard enough time making pancakes. Yeah. Well, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I think it was specifically um, we're not worried about people who think pancakes were too hard. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. That, yeah. Uh, I'm like, oh, damn. Uh, <laughs> so... Yeah, also a new Assassin's Creed. They won't let this die. It looks cool, and I probably will play it. I'll probably buy it. But, I mean, don't you think uh, you've played them all? Most of them, Do we think we need to let it die, or do we think we just keep reinventing? Well, I don't think they need to let it die. I think they need to get back to what made Assassin's Creed good. The history? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Well, the history, first of all. But then, like, the you know, I know a lot of people um, didn't necessarily like it. But the the modern-day storyline, like it. Oh, yeah. it never finished. It like, never did, no. Like, they need to... When you say end it, I say, yes, they need to end it. Like, they actually need to put a bow on this fucking thing instead of saying, oh, there's another piece of Eden over here. Yeah. Oh, there's another precursor over there. No, fucking finish the goddamn story. Yeah. Uh, so, basically, they're 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 putting out one now, which goes back to ancient Greece. And it's like, cool... And they're like, yeah, we're going back to our roots, you know, and this it's a series that has said multiple times we pride ourselves on doing all of our research while providing uh, fictional yet realistic history mm-hmm. because they do. They use realistic stuff and then they inter- interweave fiction with it. And so they're also right on the heels of that say, and we're going to allow you to choose whether you want to be gay or not. And it's like, OK, cool. But you just said about the history of the thing. So like. Well, in Greece, that in the ancient Greece, that would actually be fairly accurate. Well, there was a law against it, though. Not uh, in ancient Greece. I thought that in ancient was. Rome there was. Uh, okay, maybe yeah. that's what I'm thinking mm-hmm. of. Okay, so cool for for that, but yeah. it's because uh, somebody, yeah, somebody, somebody pointed it out to them, and uh, I that we're not uh, we're not corrected, so I don't know. But oh they, yeah, yeah, they, that and there was a couple <laughs> other things. 
uh, basically that was like, you want to be about history. However, you're changing uh, things that make it so. I, it's I could be wrong, but to my knowledge, it was actually um, you, there. W- it was shown as a badge of honor to take an older male companion if you were a young boy. That's how you became masculine. I, uh, I did not know this, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean, cool. I get what they're trying to do. You know, uh, in this day and age, have options for everyone and everything and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But some people uh, were upset. And those are the people that were saying, so, you know, you pride yourself on history, yet you screwed this up. So now I'm curious to know about the Grease thing yeah. uh, because, you know, it's Internet. There's trolls everywhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And people, you know, will will say things that fit their narrative without checking themselves. I'm just, I'm just of a mind that I like the Assassin's Creed games. They're fun. I've played all of them except I've not played much of the new one, which is supposed to be really good. But at the same time, I liked it that they took a couple of years off in between. Yeah. They should, I, they should not. I, I don't want them to see them go back to the every year formula again because it, it's going to get stale again, and we'll see. But I am intrigued by the ancient Greece well, stuff. I mean, this is my major gripe with Assassin's Creed right now. Uh, ever since Syndicate, really, um, there, it's just another Assassin's Creed. It doesn't go anywhere. There's yeah. no development of what's going it's on like in modern day. It's like they with the movie, which was not really a very good movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, but that's really what they did. They're like, all the future stuff comes to a head with Michael Fassbender. Yeah. And it, it didn't. Well, I think people who didn't know Assassin's Creed really liked it. That would have to be the only way. Yeah. Because if you liked Assassin's Creed, you're like, this is a giant pile It's of weak, shit. yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, so that's happening. Uh, moving on, uh, Marvel, it's the 10 year anniversary. They put out 33 new posters with characters on them, all of the gold background variety like this here. And they have a little saying, so it's black widow. So it's more than a secret. It's like, uh, Iron Man, you know, more than steel or whatever, Mm. or more than iron or whatever. So I'm not going to go through and do that for all of them. If you want to, you can type it in and they'll all pop up. But two that really stuck out to me, they had a Korg poster. Nice. And they also had a rocket poster. And the Korg poster of <laughs> the Korg post is I see I'm even cracking myself up even thinking about it. the Korg poster said more than a friend of Doug's. <laughs> <laughs> and then on Rocket uh, Raccoons it said more than a trash panda. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, I like it when they when they have uh, you know good, a good grasp on their on their own. Uh, well, material, I guess. Yeah. Uh, this is interesting too uh, because we need it. Kenny well, Loggins, formerly of uh, Loggins and Messina, uh, or Loggins and Loggins and somebody. Now, 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 I'm gonna have to look it up. Uh, but uh, he is re-record, not just like, hey, you can use Danger Zone again for Top Gun Two, mm-hmm. but like he's he's like, I'm gonna re-record it. Well, they not. Re- I'm gonna reinvent it. Yeah, they reinvented it for Archer. Yeah. Oh, he's, they did. Yeah, he sings a country version. With, Does he really? With one of the characters from Archer. Yeah. So I imagine it's going to be like that, mm-hmm. but it's going to be it's like serious. Probably <laughs> less for the comedy and yeah. more for the you know. Danger Zone. Yeah. Hey, I'm Kenny Loggins. This is not just them playing my song again. This is me re-recording this shit yeah. and putting a fucking twist on it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm modernizing all board for it. That. Yeah, uh, I think it'll be good. Yeah. Uh, if you don't watch Archer, Danger Zone is a, a running gag in that. So I think it was like the fourth season that Kenny Loggins actually shows up. And, uh, yeah, so it was pretty good. Yeah. 
I uh, I also I'm skeptical of this, so I mean I will say it just because it is out there, and hopefully it holds true. But they finally have a release date for Kingdom Hearts Three, a game that everybody's been waiting on for over a damn decade. I'm not. I'm not uh, with Kingdom multiple Hearts. promises. I am. I love the Kingdom Hearts. I games. know you do. Uh, so it's supposed to be January 29th, 2019. Again, we shall see. Also, there is a new Elder Scrolls game in development. Uh, they did uh, the last one they did was Skyrim, and yeah. once that is released, well, they did you the can online kiss now my too. Ass goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be gone. Hopefully, it's not in another a virtual online world. one. No, it's the, a full, yeah. you know, like a Skyrim. You yeah. know, it's the works they're they're giving it, and you can check out early previews of it like not previews but uh screenshots yeah, artwork yeah um stuff like that uh there's a little bit of video on there too um i'm not going to talk about it much uh, yet because i want to get uh at least one more under my belt but i've really been loving the new hbo show succession i talked about it uh, i believe when its pilot date de- debuted um you did they talked about the first episode yeah. yeah and then now i we're on episode three and moving forward it's starring, already been renewed starring brian cox with an x so you don't have to bleep it out that's right um, but yeah, it's already been renewed for season two after the first episode. That's how mu- that's how much faith they. Well, have that's in an it. HBO thing too. You know? Yeah, but a lot of times HBO on their on their freshman shows will wait mm-hmm. at least until episode six. But mm-hmm. they got the numbers from the first episode, and they're like, "Yep, we're good. Green light. <laughs> Get them back. We don't want the Westworld issue. We don't want these people going back to work elsewhere. Yeah. So let's lock it down." Uh, which is pretty great. There was also a Triple Crown winner. Which was pretty exciting. Um, you don't get to see that too often, the old uh, God, Triple Crown. Yeah, it's been like, what, 10 years? Uh, no, it's actually only been three. But the, the three, because like, they did it three years ago with American Pharaoh, same right. owner. Uh, Justify has the same owner as American Pharaoh, which just did it. But you go, well, that's not that big a fucking deal. And, yeah, I get that. But it is because prior to that, it had been like 37 yeah, years. Yeah, that's, right. that's uh, right. Since it had happened. So, I mean, yeah, it happened. A couple of years ago, but it's still a pretty rare thing when it actually does happen. Uh, so it's kind of neat to to see it. And uh, th- uh, I'm I know you're probably going to talk about it in in the trailers, but there is a new trailer out for the uh, the, the Halloween, the Jamie Lee Curtis. That's one is, of them. Yeah. Is returned and, and let me tell you something, folks. Uh, talk about reimagining. Uh, it looks it looks good. Uh, it yeah, really you don't does. see her with white hair too often, do you? No. Um, so yeah, so here we go. Uh, this is basically the last thing that I wanted to uh, touch on here. And that is, okay, so this is hard to talk about. So uh, we're going we're gonna to push on through. Uh, I talked about it when it happened, but in, in my life, uh, my, somebody that was really close to me, uh, Cousin Chad, he committed suicide. It was very tough on all of us. I don't know if I went into the details as to of how he passed, but uh, he took his own life. And while most people don't, think about things like that or they think you know man you know that's that's a downer or you know how how could i help or whatever depression is a weird thing and recently um with uh, fashion designer kate spade with the purses that she does uh that started people were like oh uh, raising an eyebrow uh and then uh basically i've never met a person on the planet that didn't want to trade places with anthony bourdain 
ever. Like you say, you didn't. You say you like Anthony Bourdain. You say, well, yeah. What the fuck? Of course, I like Anthony yeah. Bourdain. Of course. Uh, why do you even ask me this? As a matter of fact, I would like to fight you for assuming I did not. Yeah, uh, he's one of those people that it's it's what you what I call like a one way friendship. Like when you listen to a podcast, you get to know somebody, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But and your audience feels like they know you, they but, do. but it doesn't work the other way around. No, it so, doesn't. So it's it's one of those weird type situations. It is, and that's a good, that's a good way to put it too, uh, because people would say, you know, well, how can somebody like that? just want to you know kill themselves there's where this is and i am in no means qualified to talk about this whatsoever and if you out there uh that do listen to this randomly if you ever have any thoughts about uh you know even if it's just even if it's just uh, an attempt for a cry for help call somebody reach out to somebody people like us we don't know to reach out all the time and if we do we don't know if even you're in a place that you can take that so uh i just want to say that you know i feel like when somebody like anthony bourdain goes all of us feel that shit yeah. uh, because you have access to his shows whether it's through cnn a cnn app you uh, the travel channel netflix all that he has so many shows uh not so many but so many long running uh you know he's got parts unknown and then he's got the uh uh, uh uh, no reservations. Yeah, no reservations. The Travel Channel one, or yeah, Discovery, one CNN, yeah, yeah, Discovery something like yeah. that. But yeah, so and they've been running for a long, long time, and I think they're on Netflix. Uh, well, he got not, famous because he wrote that book. Kitchen he did the Kitchen Confidential, and then he kind of rose up through the ranks because he does have great books too. But like, I, it's just one of those things, you know. It's kind of like, you know, like you said, it's you know, I like that. I like that one way friendship. It's how I feel with a lot of celebrities due to the movies that I watch. But yeah. But it doesn't usually, I mean, it does extend to the TV world, but I don't usually feel so heavily about a television personality. Well, Anthony de Bourdain was always himself, and I don't just mean he was just, he, he was a guy playing a persona. No, he was, yeah, he was and no he persona. he was fucking himself, yeah. not fucking him, you know what I yeah. mean. He was, there was no persona, and he yeah. was genuinely a cool guy to sit and watch, to listen to. Like, you want to talk about great interviewers or great people to talk to i mean he while he did not interview professionally he's still a journalist and the pe- way that he he's, talked to people i think he qualified himself as a documentarian okay i, I like that too yeah. uh but i mean you know he's out there doing great work well and talking not, to like palestinians and yeah Israelis yeah this and, isn't like he's traveling around the country taking on challenges like in man vs. food like yeah. this is a man that is traveling the world eating the stuff that we most likely will never see. So we experience that shit through him and he's got a way of talking about it, had a way that, that of talking about it that it just, I don't know. I, again, I've never met anybody that didn't like Anthony yeah, Bourdain. And, and to elaborate that on a, l- a little bit further, he won an award. I think it was the Muslim Alliance award or something like that. I can't, I can't quite recall the exact name of it, but um, for his Palestinian episode, because he was really the first person in Western media to show the Palestinians uh, as we don't normally get to see them, which is normal people living their lives day to day and eating yeah. food. Like we we hear a lot of things about Hamas and terrorists and things like that. And he just went over there and introduced us to some normal motherfuckers. Yeah, uh, and he that's just how how he is, yep. how he did. And it's a it's a damn shame. And for those uh, out there who, and I'm sure there's some, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people who 
have never experienced it on any side of an aspect of their part of life. And up until uh, two months ago, I was one of those people, um, not one that I can't say that I understand depression because I don't. But I'm one of those people who would be like, oh, well, you know, how could such and such, you know, kill themselves when blah, 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 without being ever put into a position to have to think about it from the other side's perspective, which I have had to do with mm-hmm. my cousin. And it, I, I just, you can't ever know 100% what someone's mindset is. It's it's it, it's impossible to tell. And, you know, Anthony Bourdain, yeah, you might think, hey, who wouldn't want to be living that life? And he can be thinking, man, I, I've lived this life, but I am tired. I have, I'm by myself. I mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. I don't presume to know anything, but that's just it. We don't know what he was thinking so if anything comes from this whole conversation we're having right now with with his uh suicide with uh kate spade's suicide with uh just the numbers that have been taken we have found that there is a spike in in suicide rates not only in women uh which usually it's men but the whole country. Yeah, particularly 24 to 30, I think, that age range. Yeah. It, it, it's spiked it's, incredibly. It, yeah, it's 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 alarming. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it really is. So, uh, you know, just just know that, you know, before, before – it's so easy to say, you know, I, I feel no sympathy for Anthony Bourdain. He killed himself. Uh, that's not the right way to think about – I don't want to say life, but just, yeah. you know – uh, this is a, it's a delicate point I'm trying to make, but it's you just I don't know. Uh, up until recently, I, I was never one to often try to put myself in the mindset of of um, I don't want to say victim, but uh, the uh, well, the um, depressed person. Yeah, 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 we'll say that because for me, I didn't even know. And this was a guy that I called my brother mm-hmm. hit it so well. I didn't even know he was depressed. Well, the, the hiding it is part of the. I, I have a problem with the word disease because yeah, to me yeah. that that means there's a virus inside of you. Yeah, I know. I'm, but I'm but the, the disorder, way. shall we yeah, say? Yeah, I like and that I, word. Better. I, I have uh, suffered from depression I, uh, off and on uh, in my adult life. Um, I manage it slightly better now. It still hits hard sometimes, but you know the 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 thing that. Um, really helps me is I just I walk outside my door and that takes a lot and I know that sounds simple yeah, and I'm does, not saying it's simple it takes a lot of energy yeah. and willpower just to get up off your ass and get outside into the sun and that doesn't fix everything but it puts things in perspective a little better yeah. uh, for me and everybody's different and everybody suffers differently that's what makes this so hard yeah. um, the thing that really annoys me is when uh, and I, I, I'm not saying this about anybody specifically, but when the masses say, if you're sad, call a hotline, do this, oh, yeah. do that. It, it, it's When you're in that place, doing anything is near impossible. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, um, like you said, I think you said it best. Uh, for the people who don't experience that and don't know what that's like, just keep in mind that you don't know. Yeah, you and that's, don't. And that's the best and only thing you can do. And, you know, if uh, you're not sure someone's suffering, um, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. And sometimes uh, I've had to learn this the hard way, and I'm still coping with it, and I think I probably will until the day I die. Sometimes there is absolutely nothing you can do about it 
whether you're in the right place, the wrong place, or right in front of them. Yeah, Sometimes there ain't jack yeah. shit you can do. Do not torture yourself with no. uh, if I had called, if I had yeah. Because I, I went, I started something. going, I started yeah. going down that road. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I, I'm in a better place now. That's a hard road. I had a dark month, yeah. uh, and it was <laughs> followed up by by more heartache on my other on the other side uh, on Anna's side, having to deal with funeral over there. So, I mean, it, it's tough, but you know, uh, like you said, man, uh, what I say, keep, keep moving forward or let's, you know, just keep swimming or, you know, <laughs> yeah. is your equivalent of, you know, just get up and walk outside and, you know, yeah. make that first move. And again, that's another trip that people say, go out and get in the sun and you'll feel better. No, no, no that's not what no, that no. is. Let's make it to the front door, step out and say, Hey, I made it. Okay. Yep. One do I step go at back a time, in, or one do punch I, at a time, yeah. one round at a time. Okay, I made it here. Do I go back in or do I continue moving forward? I'm proud of myself for even getting here. Uh, yep. They touch on that a little bit, too, comedically in What About Bob, but it's actually uh, oh, uh, yeah. pretty dead-on accurate with how true uh, that was written, even though it was in uh, the uh, earlier times. So, so yeah, um, you know... Uh, if any, I guess this is what I'll close this part down with before we move it on into the secret movie is that if uh, if there's anything um, that I could say about uh, losing somebody like Anthony Bourdain and losing you know Kate Spade, the very high profile people, uh, perhaps just maybe we will get some help uh, in an area of our country that badly needs it, and that is the mental health care. Well, I think we're realizing as a country that there's a bigger problem going on here. It's not an individual individualized issue as much as we had wanted to believe. Yeah, Um, There's something going on in the country. People are hurting. I don't think the quote-unquote recovery of the recession has been as successful as people want to make it out to be. Yeah, ask Donald Trump about that. He tells you, don't you know? Oh, well, it's huge. You know, it's tremendous. It's wonderful. Well, they quote certain numbers like we the unemployment is down. Okay, sure. How are you calculating that number? And even if that's true, did we replace them with good-paying jobs? Can people pay their bills? Have their families broken up because they lost their house? You know, there's all these questions that go unanswered. I think it goes, they bring in five people in 2017 and they go, do you have a job? Yes. Do you have a job? No. Do you have a job? No. Do you have a job? No. Do you have a job? Yes. Okay. Cool. 2018, they bring in five people. Well, they, Do you have a job? One more person says yes. Hey, we're up. You're not actually that that <laughs> far off, uh, specifically under Obama when the recession really was underway and they started saying the numbers are good. The stock market started to go up because it was a buyer's economy. And then they started fudging the unemployment numbers by saying anybody who was not collecting unemployment – from the government was not counted. Yeah. And so they do fudgery uh, like that. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I, I say fuckery mm-hmm. sometimes, too, because yeah. I, like, I like cursing. Uh, but speaking of cursing, <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, uh, J-Rod's got a secret movie uh, queued up for you, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, we, he may have two. Uh, who knows? He might get buck wild. Uh, but either way. Wait, I'm not getting naked. He's got one coming up uh, for you, and he's got that. Right. Too many secrets. That's classified. I could tell you, but then I'd have to kill you. I know this because Tyler knows this. No more secrets, Marty. All right, here we are in the secret movie time. Look out. Uh, first, I want to get off. Uh, well, 
There's got to be a better hey. way to say that. Whoa. First, I want to start off. This is not that kind of show here. <laughs> it is not, I said I was going to keep my pants on, I promise. <laughs> um, no, uh, I want to start off with uh, another true crime uh, that dropped uh, just recently on Netflix. Uh, we were since the uh, the evil genius. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. This is by I think it's from the same producers of um, uh, the keepers. The one I talk about yeah. the, the the dead nun. Yeah. You say it was crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. And uh, it's also made, produced by the same people who did uh, a making a murderer. Oh. Um, not the filmmakers per se, just the producers. But yeah. uh, still, they're it's a good stock. If they're in, I'm in. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, this one is called The Staircase. Ooh, all right. It's I about like a it. gentleman uh, who is a novelist. Yeah. Um, and his wife uh, has fallen down the stairs. And can't uh, get up? Uh, well, she's kind of dead, so yeah. Remember that old commercial? I do. Uh, I, I remember that TV up. show as well. There's a, wait, there was a TV Yeah, show? remember Steve Urkel? Oh, that's yeah. right. How yeah. could I forget Steve Yeah, he was making Urkel. fun, or they were making fun of the commercial. Did I do that? Yeah, that mm, one. That's the one. Uh, Family Matters. Yeah, Carl Winslow. Uh, but uh, Steve Urkel is not uh, in this show, no. Julia White does not make an appearance? <laughs> no, Stefan Urkel. Um, so, uh, anyway, uh, the wife falls down the stairs, he's out by the pool and they had had some wine. And so he goes in later to find her at the bottom of the stairs, uh, in a pool of blood, calls 911 and the police immediately suspect him. Um, uh, and then it is, of course, the question whether or not he killed his wife. And, uh, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. and uh, it's a 13 episode. Each one's about 45 minutes to an hour. Mm-hmm. Some of them are a little longer, some are a little shorter. Um, the uh, main issue, uh, man, I can't even really get into it without spoiling it, but I will say um, that his uh, it splits his family up. Oh. Um, and it goes on from 2001 is when the the murder slash accident happens, and it does not get resolved until 2016. Damn. Yeah. Um, and it was on YouTube for a while until this new installment, and then once they produced the new installment, Netflix picked it up. Met a guy that said, like that old Seinfeld episode, he actually said, and I asked just to make sure, he said, statue of limitations. And I'm like, did you just say statue of limitations? <laughs> and he was, like, he was like, yeah, I'm like, statute. Yeah. Statute of limitations. Mm-hmm. He was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how I would respond to. Like, cool, yeah. cool your jet. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, chill out, man. Yeah, I actually got yelled at uh, today by somebody who was like, just calm down. Why are you yelling? It really made me, it made me mad because like, there's no reason to yell. You could just say please and it'd be cool anyway. Yeah. No, now he knows though. No, yeah, I'm, this is a friend of mine. This is not a random person that I just chastise. But that would be, <laughs> that would be interesting though. Uh, welcome, statute. <laughs> no, I, I. It was, a, it was, it was joking, but kind of. I was like, "Did you really just say that?" Though? Yeah, but it happened anyway. Sorry, stare. No, no. Me. Anyway, uh, you know, with the true crime, it's always hard because you can't get too deep into it. Yeah. Um, but uh, of course, uh, the gentleman, a uh, novelist and of. Uh, 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 accused um, uh, of this uh, crime uh, who professes innocence constantly th- throughout time. Um, he also, and this is not so much of a spoiler, so I'll go ahead and give you this little one twist here. 
like in 1983, a woman he knew uh, who he was not married to, it was a friend of his, had actually died falling down the stairs as well. Oh. So that comes into play at several times throughout the 13 episodes. I bet it fucking does. I don't even have to be a police to know. That's, I, yeah, but it's weird because that he was a, a member of the military, or at, so he'd have you believe. No, he was, oh. and, and and this uh, so was the his friend, and she this woman who died was the wife of his friend. I, or the, you a would captain. believe? I would, uh, and it happened in Germany. Uh, so I wondered believe. how a a death slash what they believe to be murder that happened in a foreign country could be brought home to tight. Maybe because it was military. I don't know. No, when you say Germany. You're not talking about like Germany, Montana. Or no, anything. no, no. Like, like uh, it wasn't Berlin, like, but it like was Bismarck. No, no. Whatever. It Mont- was across the pond, as they say. Well, I thought that's England, though. I guess it refers well, to all of it. It means the Atlantic. The yeah. pond is the Atlantic. Yeah, because it's all kind of conglommed mm-hmm. together over mm-hmm. there, anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, lots of twists and turns. Um, some that are really cool. Some that I was like, that's no big deal. But you got it taking in time into the context of when it happened. Some of them, I, I had to like go wait, wait back in two thousand one. That kind of would have been a big deal. Um, yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Um, it's, it was really good. Highly recommend it. Um, it's a little longer. You might want to break it up because I, when I get in and on these, sometimes it's hard for me to stop and I ended up being up to like seven in the morning oh, well, yeah. watching this one. I do I was that. like, I'll just give it a start. And then by the time I get halfway in, I was like, well, I got to finish yeah, it Yeah, be like, now. well, we might as well just keep on trucking. Yeah, luckily it. I had nothing to do the next day, so I was able to, yeah. to rest. Um, the other one is also on Netflix, obviously, or as you might expect, I should say. Yes. Um, and it is Steve Martin and Martin oh Short. Oh, my. An evening that you will forget for the rest of your lives. Yeah, we won't because it's fucking awesome. It was hilarious. Yeah, no, I was sitting at home by myself, rip-roariously laughing out loud. Yes, can I interject at you least can, that uh, Steve Martin is my all-time favorite funny man. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people are uh, surprised when I say that, but it's because of a... Uh, my dad did a good Steve Martin impression. Oh. Uh, my dad also, when I was young, started me on the good stuff, gave me a VHS cassette of the best of Steve Martin on SNL. Oh, and yes. I also got a uh, a different type of cassette of Steve Martin's Let's Get Small. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I saw I, that on vinyl. It wasn't an original vinyl. It was yeah. a, a recent pressing. So, he, you know, he, he started me off right on the good track there. And I've just always loved uh, Steve Martin. And then I loved that he is also a not a, a damn fine banjo player is uh, underselling it. He is world class uh, with yeah, his, the, with his the, banjo skills. Canyon players. Yeah. Like he that? plays now with his own band, uh, bluegrass mostly. And like, he's as good as like, he plays with like Bella Fleck and, and shit. It's oh pretty, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're a world class bluegrass band. It's, yeah. It's not even a joke and they're not famous because it's Steve Martin. They're famous because they're fucking good. Yeah. But tell them a little bit about what they're doing in this particular comedy. Well, because it's not, it's not often you get to see two giant icons of comedy together for an hour of television. Yeah, and it, it's kind of like a variety show in yeah. its own way. Like It's Martin not just Short, standing up talking in a microphone. Yeah, Martin Short does some funny stuff for a while, and then they come together. Then Steve Martin does some funny stuff for a while. Then they come together. Then Steve Martin plays the songs. And they tell stories. Oh. It's it's a variety of uh, really funny stuff, but it's just them being them and doing 
I imagine what they do backstage for the most part, just ribbing each other and, and saying goofy shit. Now, if I'm not mistaken, outside of a brief introductory bit for Seinfeld, uh, a surprise one at that, which now I think I can put it together. I think he was practicing for the Netflix thing, but he had not done a public stand-up special in over 30 years, Steve Martin. Yeah, yeah, I think that's true. It was his um, first time doing any sort of stand-up special album, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, anything that wasn't like a book or a play, or because right. you know, he's been doing that for movie a while now. Uh, yeah, this that was based purely for a stand-up slash variety show. First time in like 30 years, so that's a big fucking deal. Yeah, it's not exactly what I would classify as a stand-up. He doesn't really do a monologue or a bit or anything alone. Mar- the timing he, was there, yeah, though. He and, yeah, absolutely. And he and Martin Short did riff at the top of it and then, they, like I said, they trade off telling stories and playing music or what have you of various types. I was like Martin Short in his Arrested Development role. Where they oh, yeah. They carry him around. <laughs> yeah. uh, Uncle Jack. Yeah, Uncle Jack. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he was a bodybuilder or weightlifter until he tried to like lift 900 pounds for his 90th birthday. Yeah, yeah. Didn't work. Broke both of his legs and his arms or some shit. Yeah, yeah. They're carrying him around. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, uh, very good in Inherent Vice as well. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Uh, probably my favorite thing theatrical role of martin shorts oh my god without a doubt so good he is fantastic yeah and they go back and they talk about the snl days for a while and it's 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 an if you love steve martin and martin short even if you just simply know who they are it's worth the watch it really is and it's only i think like 47 minutes it's It's not not even yeah i don't think it's even a full hour but it's some of the best 47 minutes you'll have of your day i can concur with Mr. J. Rod on this, if I was to rate it, I'd give it an A plus 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 one hundred and twelve percent. See this motherfucker right now, or I'm gonna burn this. Come on, Pookie, let's burn this <laughs> motherfucker down. Uh, it's it's great. Not today, not today, but yes, today. If you want to watch <laughs> that special, because uh, it's really good. So those are my two since we skipped last week. I yeah, no, you. it's good. I like it, and especially uh, the second one. Not that I not have anything against the first one. I just uh, I love that Steve Martin. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I like the Martin Short. I didn't really get into the Jimmy Glick thing. Like it was okay. I know I what saw, he was doing. I did like some of that. It's okay. It's, it's it was, just it. It's, it's, it's okay. Yeah, it's kind of like the Tom Green before. Tom Green sort yeah. of a thing. Ooh, Tom Green. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, there's no room for his type of comedy these days. No, just no I didn't like it at the time, but I yeah. I preferred Jackass at the time because at least they were doing it to themselves. That's right. And yeah. he didn't quite have the panache that, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, no. Borat had. No, he know? is weird as fuck. Yeah. Uh, weird AF. Mm-hmm. Capital AF. Um, uh, going back to the true crime one, the staircase. Uh, I would, I would still recommend making a murder and um, the keepers above this. What one. about Evil Genius? Uh, Evil Genius is uh, in the top, you know, five or ten, but it's towards the bottom. Okay, all right. Uh, okay, well, yeah, those are good uh, secret movies. And now, do we have a song for trailers that we have not yet used? Oh, yes. Ah. Yes, indeed. A debut before we tell you about some debuts. Hey, I like it. Uh, new song coming up for some previews right now. Allow myself to introduce 
Welcome to Trailer Time. How was that song, though, huh? As eh, neat, eh, you know? Eh. Yeah, wait till they get a load of us. I like that. Uh, uh-huh. uh, in a world. Yeah. There, I said it. Yeah. Be, I mean, because it does. It works. In a world. You can put anything after that. Yeah. As long as you start it out yeah. like that and put a small pause, people are going to yeah, be hooked. And it's the guy, too. It's, yeah. it's the trailer guy. Yeah. The uh, new trailer guy, the old trailer guy, actually passed away did, yeah. uh, a few years ago, and somebody replaced him. And many people wouldn't know... But, uh, yeah, because the other guy was, like, the most prolific trailer person that ever lived because uh, yeah, he, he did re- all the trailers. I remember they did – it was, like, one of those Dateline or 2020s or whatever. They did an in-depth with him yeah. uh, before he passed. Yeah. yeah. The, the man's voice you know that you don't – have you that you've probably never seen, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. Or, welcome to Movie Phone. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> All right. So what trailers do you have for us? I did mention just briefly, you should elaborate, the uh, new Halloween trailer with Jamie Lee Curtis. That shit's scary. There, I'm done. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, the the one thing to take away from that is, A, you should watch it if you like scary movies. But also, um, it is a reimagining, a reimagining, a reimagining of sorts uh, for the Michael Myers character. He looks different. So, yeah, no uh, longer with the William Shatner. Yeah, he's got a, a, a like a, a different type of more sculpted mask yeah. that he's wearing. I'm, Definitely I'm, more defined. I wonder if it's a more accurate William, or William <laughs> Shatner. It's just William Shatner. That's, yeah. that's who it is. Yeah, and there if, you is didn't, no mask. if you didn't know that, that's not a joke. Yeah, that, he's not kidding. Yeah, the Michael Myers face was actually a Captain Kirk mask yeah, that, that they painted white. Yeah, they're like, let's just paint this shit white. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody going to know. Yeah. Uh, I imagine it changed over the years, uh, but the first one definitely, perhaps even the second one. But well, yeah. they probably had fifty of them shits on the set. Yeah, no, case, uh, he's but. still chasing after Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, but still it's a, it's good to know that this is her first return to the franchise in a long, long yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's like, yeah, well, okay, we'll go ahead and close it out. Uh, she needs the money. And well, I, maybe. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm pretty sure she does. She's yeah. doing that yogurt commercial forever. And well, I mean, maybe she's just like, hey, you know, I'm, that I, true lies money does not last. Just trust me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, rest in peace, Bill Paxton. Man, that's oh just, yeah. yeah, such a great role. Yeah, the used car salesman. Um, also dropping recently was the Tim Burton Dumbo. Yeah, what I consider to be the most racist Disney movie ever, short of Song of the South. Yeah, uh, the. Uh, uh, the a cartoon, yes, the yeah, cartoon yeah. one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't think Tim Burton was racist. Uh, no, no, that hasn't that come out yet. I can't least. make judgment that way. Yeah. I would presume it's going to be slightly less racist this it time. It looks very, let's just say, Tim Burtony. It does, but it's also I'm, I'm intrigued. But it also doesn't give you that much. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm intrigued. There's not too many uh, spoken lines. Here was my response. Uh, Sim presses play. He watches and he goes, "Yeah, I think I'll fucking see that." <laughs> I went, huh. Yeah, that was my literal quote. Of, hmm, yeah. Yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be reviewing that there uh, when it comes out there. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, 
Um, second, I'm sorry, third, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, we have uh, Mortal Engines, the Ooh, Peter Jackson this. produced uh, thing. Uh, you probably saw it in theaters, the short one, the the cities that drive around. Oh, yeah. What the yeah, fuck Yeah, they is came this? out with the full trailer now. Um, you know, it's a dystopian future where cities can't be um, stationary anymore no, because again, though, of global not warming. And, what? By, not directed. Correct. By. Okay. But it's his name on it, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Um, it looks uh, pretty good, actually. You get a bit more of who the characters are, and you get a little bit of the story. Um, the girl who you see in that original trailer, the one that says, that is London. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, she's got the red scarf on her face. Um, they pull the, the small city into London, and she, uh, I think it's Hugo Weaving. Ooh, um, okay. Peter, the Peter Jackson type. Elrond. In Indeed. And uh, Agent Smith and uh, Red Skull. Coulson. Yeah. yeah. Paulson? Coulson. Oh, Coulson. No, not Coulson. Agent Coulson, you said. No, no, Agent Smith from the Matrix. Oh, Agent Smith. We're yeah. still talking about Hugo Weaving. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, also, yeah. the old Red Skull. The new the new Red Skull is the Ross Marquand Yeah, or different guy. Mm-hmm. Doing a from the Hugo Dead. Weaving impression. Yeah, but he does really good impressions. He We've does. even had him on our show uh, before. Yeah, they, yeah, they were yeah. good. Mm-hmm. They were good. Um, so uh, I, I recommend checking that trailer out. It's going to be a weird movie, so strap yourselves in. Uh, yeah, so that Dumbo. Yeah, uh, a different kind of weird. But it'll <laughs> still be weird. Uh, did you see the trailer for the new uh, How to Train One's Dragon? I did not. No. There is I, one. I know, I know, I know, and I know you enjoy that film. It just hasn't crossed my path yet. I enjoy the yet. first two films. Indeed. And I'm sure I, I, meant to I say will enjoy franchise. the third. Yeah. Yes, the franchise, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Indeed. Um, there's also a new Lego uh, two trailer out. There is. Yeah, it's uh, good. It's very good. Uh, it did confirm that because I asked you and we weren't sure last time, but you said you were pretty sure. But you, you we Chris did not Pratt, confirm. Nick but Offerman. Yeah, yeah uh, we we got the voices that were at Will least Arnett. coming back. It's got the Banks and the Chris Pratt yeah, and, and uh, Rosa from yeah. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. all those people are back. Uh, it doesn't really tell you much except a Lego person from outer space comes and abducts some people. Spider. And then they gotta go. <laughs> then they gotta go uh, save them. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much all we know. And yeah. finally, uh, we have uh, Mr. Baby Goose yeah. in uh, the First Man. Oh. Um, which is a movie in which uh, Ryan Gosling plays Neil Armstrong, the first man on the moon. I thought you were gonna say a carrot. Nope. Nope, nope. He's not Rob Schneider. Yeah, only he can pull that off. Yeah, indeed. Um, no, so uh, Brian Gosling is... It's the story of Neil Armstrong leading up to going... To the moon. To the moon, and it seems, based on the trailer, like it's more about the family turmoil. His wife's not happy. His is it kids called are asking if he's One gonna... Small Step? No, it's called The First Man. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. yes, it was. You said that. I did. Yeah. I'm glad you're with me. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. Um, and uh, it seems uh, very dramatic, and Ryan Gosling plays a very stoic Neil Armstrong. I'd be Ooh. interested to know how uh, how uh, uh, really reserved uh, Mr. Armstrong was at this time. But, you know, his kids are like, are you coming back? That sort of stuff. Yeah. 
Um, so uh, looks interesting. There's going to be more trailers coming out, but it is a full length trailer, and because it's a historical person, you kind of get the the gist of the story pretty well. Yeah. Also, Luke Cage trailer dropped this week. Season yeah, new two episodes. What this June week? 29th? Yeah, no, twenty second this Thursday yeah. night at two a.m. Technically Friday. So <laughs> yeah, if you are a late nighter, then on Thursday at two a.m. you can start watching. So pretty exciting stuff. I'll probably be playing God of War. Yeah, I told you it's fucking awesome. Uh, I enjoy it. Um, it's not one of my favorites. I don't like all the c- games where you have to constantly upgrade shit. You know what I mean? Uh, well, we're going to have to fight when this is over now, clearly. Oh, all right. Uh, I am excited for the he's new like, game. He's like, oh, all right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am cool. excited for the new game plus uh, update that they're going to come out with. Because I started playing on the hardest difficulty yeah. called Give Me God of War. And that shit was fucking impossible. Yes. And I'm no lightweight. No, I can play, sir. I can play a hard mode. Yes, you can. And that uh, shit was impossible. Yeah, it's so. tough. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. No, no. Uh, I don't no, even no. try. But uh, I think I'm I'm close to the end. I think I am. Yeah, it's good shit. Yeah. I can tell you if you're close to the end. Um, I'm about to flip over Tears Tower. Uh, you are close-ish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got some hours. I left, figured. But, I figured. But yeah. yeah, but yeah, you got some good. Yeah, stuff I know. I'm you. not like. Yeah. Like two hours away. I'm like 10 hours yeah. away. Well, no, nah, not, not quite. Five? But yeah, ish. Maybe four. It depends on you. Yeah, it depends. I, I do know. a lot of side quests. Yeah. But yeah, you got uh, the, those graphics, the, the world serpent and shit. Like, it's like, holy shit. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's um, awesome. I like Mimir. That dude's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's awesome. It's yeah. Simon Pegg, too, which you can't. You oh, got, is it? Yeah. yeah. You, you got Doing a that. Scotty impression, huh? Yeah. Well, he's just talking because <laughs> yeah. he is uh, extremely Scottish. And he's like, yeah, he's like, people think I'm doing a character. I thought he was just British. No, he's Scottish as hell. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he didn't have to do any voices. He just basically had to talk, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> which is nice for him. Uh, yeah, there's a couple others in there. I'm like, I know that voice. And oh, I don't yeah. know if it's from other games or if they're famous people or what. But. No, there's some great memes, too. Uh, like, they have, like, you know, because the way he's just like, boy. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. yeah, there's like uh, you can get your God of War disappointed father edition <laughs> <laughs> where it shows the the guy on the the kid on the front of the boat or whatever. There's all kinds of funny yeah, shit I, um, out there. Uh, the story in God of War, since we're here, might as well discuss it a little bit, I guess. Um, the God of War. Um, what a weird trailer time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, these are the plot stuff uh, I'm okay with. Um, you can kind of tell they're playing towards their older fan base too sometimes, um, which I never played any of the God of the War, so I kind of feel like, oh, I'm left out. You're not, though. It's completely new because the the connection is he's gone from his complete previous trilogy and carries right, over Right, but they nothing. talk about his past a lot. They do, but yeah, you you don't need to feel left out because mm-hmm. they did not touch upon anything specifically that you needed to know. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that too. Like, I mean, you could be you could be like, oh, so he used to have these cool little chains, but like they mm-hmm. used to be like permanently connected to his right. arms and mm-hmm. shit like that. Yeah, really see, I didn't even that. know that. Yeah, they don't go into all that. Yeah. They just give you a light mm-hmm. dusting, you know. Of, of it but yeah anyways uh moving forward we do have some uh good uh movies to talk about and perhaps a bad one uh <laughs> we'll see which one yeah we'll see if you could figure it out uh here in the next probably 10 to 15 seconds uh before we get into the main event right now and now for our feature presentation Oh, what's in the box? 
You talking to me? Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Go ahead. Make my day. Fights will go on as long as they have to. Hey, got some movies to talk about here. Going to get one of them out of the way fairly quickly as it's really... There's probably one that many people are curious about, but I'm going to tell you it's one that you could probably save a little coin. And that's the tag because, A, it's absurd. It looks absurd. And you go, this can't possibly be based (laughs) on a true story. And then it says, absolutely is based on a true story. And there is proof in the movie that it absolutely is a true story because things that they show you happening actually happen in the movie they show you the real life stuff of it happening mm-hmm. uh you know down the line um not having anything to do with the movie just saying hey we told you like we the recap at the up. end like yeah some of the more uh, like it's when the credits are rolling you know like some of the more stuff that you go there's no fucking way that they would do that it shows you them doing it <laughs> so that you know that they really didn't make it up um but it's not as funny as the previews make it out to be it's a fairly straightforward comedy that's not rip roarious it's not lewd it's not raunchy it's uh, and it has a bit of a no it's no it's not that and it has a bit of a button hook ending so uh it's one that i i'd say is a netflix uh, special or you know a nice uh a nice voodoo, you know, if you can get it on a, on a good rental. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to... It'll don't probably think, be come out for a cheap rental when it comes it out. It probably will. I'll, I'll need to watch it again to know if I want to add it to my comedy collection. It didn't blow me away the first time I saw it. I left going, ah, I kind of expected more out of that. Um, you know, hmm. so if I was to rank it right away, I'd say three star and I'd, I'd put it. Is it because 60%. of the change in the, the differential and expectation to what it was? Perhaps. And I just don't think that it was as funny as it looked i guess oh I just, yeah i maybe and maybe it is expectation well, especially with like, that cast you got hannibal burris you do John and hannibal i'll tell you this hannibal if without hannibal burris yeah trouble whoa uh without hannibal burris i don't even like this thing it's the bane uh, of bill cosby's existence hannibal burris. i fucking love hannibal burris oh yeah he's and good everything yeah and he doesn't get enough credit the dude's awesome He's been in a fucking Marvel movie, and you go, nuh uh. Oh, has, yeah. Uh, a, a nice little, just a nice little piece that he made his own, mm-hmm. and I like it. Uh, see, that's Spider Man. Uh, and, you know. Was it uh, like the school says I have to show you this or something? Yeah, yeah. Uh, even though he's a war criminal or something. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, this guy's a war criminal now, but I guess yeah. we all forgot about that. Yeah, or but something. I guess we all forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, without Hannibal Burris, this movie goes from okay, it's a funny comedy with a you know a little bit of this to that wasn't very funny, and I didn't like the ending. Um, you know, but Hannibal Burris, oh, yeah. he just adds his own little wiles to it, <laughs> just to you know make it. You, you, it makes a it, he's. I like this. He's like He's sponsoring one of the MMA leagues. Like it literally says on the mat, HannibalBurris.com, and a little cartoon picture of his really? face. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm just glad to see that he's finally starting to get a little bit meatier uh, roles um, as he's showing up. He's showing up and he's been showing up in movies now quite frequently, but the parts have slowly been getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Good for him. And it's, and it's the time, too, that he also. Carved that out pretty well in the. Uh, he was on the. It was the the Broad City. Yeah. The yeah. Alana Glazer mm-hmm. is the name I was looking for. 
Uh, he's funny on that show too, and I think that was what really gave a main the mainstream the introduction to him. Because I mean, I knew him from stand up comedy. Uh, actually, I knew him from stand up comedy from when you said, "Hey, you need to check out that Hannibal Burris." I'm like, oh huh? yeah, and you're like, "Get into it," and I'm like, "All right, I will." And I was like, "Whoa, yeah, like, yeah, this guy's <laughs> awesome." And then he started showing up in movies, and then it just kept getting bigger and bigger. And I would like to see. Him not necessarily get his own movie because he's not that kind of guy. He doesn't need his own movie, but he needs to be more his of the style top would be three hard to carry kids. a movie. Oh yeah, it, it can't. Yeah. But when used properly, as he's one a good of a, best friend though. Yeah, yeah holy shit. Saying. When used properly, is like you know a, a cast of three, uh, yep. you know, or a cat, even of two, but I, three is the number for Burris. But mm-hmm. yeah, he was he made this movie uh, into something that I was like, okay, you know, it's pretty good. Um, I'm not saying that the other two were were bad. I'm just saying that he is funny, and that is his whole existence, where John Hamm and Jeremy Renner are not uh, funny men. They're, Jeremy Renner's a pretty funny guy, but he's not yeah, a funny man. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's that's my and point. And the classic is, sense. Yeah, he's, he's no comedian and stuff. So, you know, uh, th- those guys are actors that are funny guys that play around, but they do serious work yep. uh, as well. And Ed Helms, no, he's, he's a guy that's in comedies, and he's sometimes funny. But, uh, you know, I don't... I don't dislike Ed Helms, but I'm kind of over Ed Helms. I don't know. I see what you mean. Uh, he he needs to out. freshen up the act. He I think, does. He needs to freshen it up, and he needs to make a couple of better choices because he's in a lot of stuff. He and tried a couple indie things that I don't think took off. They didn't so land. He, he got I back. saw him. Cedar Rapids was yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah. it's good. It wasn't all that great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, there was a, a there's couple of There's one with him and another lady or something. I can't remember what yeah. the name of it was. Uh, but, you know, I just, I, I don't, like I said, I don't dislike Ed Holmes. He's just played out. So this movie is nothing spectacular. You don't need to race to the theater, get it race, tag, whatever. Uh, yeah, uh, so three stars, 60%, 65 I'll bump Maybe it higher if you watch I'll, it at home. Yeah, uh, if you watch it at home, you're looking at a 70, 75, yeah. just for the Burris effect. <laughs> uh, but I bump it up a 5%. Trademark, just, hashtag trademark. Yeah, uh, just because, I, I uh, you know, Hannibal Burris really did it for me. Uh, he was funny in that movie. So um, that's going to lead me to talk about The Incredibles, part de. Or if I was to say it all in French-ish, it'd be "En créable pardi." That sounds better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the last, uh, if I'm not mistaken, "En créable" starring Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, the last uh, Pixar sequel, right? Uh, this um, no, uh, but one of we're we're in the sacred territory oh, now. Four, yeah. Uh, yeah, Toy Story Four mm-hmm. will be the last Pixar sequel. But this is one of. They either have two in the pipeline or this is the second to last. Mm-hmm. So uh, Pixar's like, we want to get back to doing original work. We get why everybody wants the sequels. We took the most popular and Cars <laughs> and <laughs> gave them sequels. So I think we're done with cars the Cars was for game. the kids. Fuck off. Yeah. Uh, but Cars 3, though, that, I mean, and while planes, a fine, while a fine movie was not necessary. And Planes, Pixar's like, don't you dare put our name on that. Yeah. That's a Disney movie. Yep. And that's that. Because mm-hmm. uh, not even any of our people worked on that shit. Uh, but no, uh, The Incredibles 2 is everything that you want The Incredibles 2 to be. You want to know more about Jack-Jack from the first Incredibles at the end when you're like, what was that all about? <laughs> uh, and Jack-Jack is the star of this one. Oh, nice. uh, oh, my goodness. Yes, he is fantastically funny. Uh, the action is there. Uh, the the 
it's not it's not all uh, rainbows and ice cream, I guess. And when I say that, I, I it's a small deduction, but the the comedy is there. You can tell the comedy outside of a few moments is played more to younger audience. When I feel mm-hmm. the main audience of this is not kids. It's the people that loved The Incredibles fucking, what, 12, 15 years ago or whenever it was. Yeah, that's true, but the ki- the kids love it. They will love it, but I still feel that there should have been more of it aimed at its returning audience now bringing their children. Mm. Kind of like, um, I, not because, I mean, this is a b- much better movie than Episode 7, but the effect of Episode 7 th- th- on its new viewers, welcome to my Star Star Wars, oh, you know I what I'm what saying? Mean, yeah. This was my shit, you know, mm-hmm. way before you were even a thought in my mind. You mm-hmm. know, I, I thought this was a great comedy, whatever. But I mean, it's still very funny. But the action is really where it, it's at um, on this. It's non, it, it's not nonstop, but it's a, it's a good mix of action, humor, uh, and and distribute and pop culture reference, yeah, too. pop culture reference and distribution of characters. Mm. They really. They really make sure that every character has uh, their own nice little arc inside the movie. All characters, um, all of them, mm-hmm. which is great. That's really hard for movies to do. But there's sometimes. a lot of characters. There too. is, mm-hmm. uh, and all of them, all of the main characters that are in that's all wrapped up nice and neat. And uh, they well, won't shit, Brad go Bird's on. Brad Bird's never but, made a bad movie. Yeah, no, he's got to go out on a limb. <laughs> yeah, I like the. Yeah, I even like the Tomorrowland, which is his worst scored movie, mm-hmm. and I think it's still a seventy uh, yeah. on there. So it's still. You know, it's pretty yeah, good. So. wasn't bad. Yeah. No, I like Tomorrowland. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, you know, The Incredibles 2 is not one that I need to be like, hey, you need to hear my review before you go see that. This is a movie that I would say 90% of the population wants to see. Um, the, I, I really, really uh, would be surprised if it would. I mean, I, I guess realistically I'll say 85. But almost everybody that I know is like, I got to see that Incredibles. I got to bring my kids to that Incredibles. Oh, yeah. You know, all that stuff. Um, And it's good. It does everything a good sequel does. It expands the franchise. It gives you a better look at the longevity of these type of characters. It's not just a quick peek in and pull out, you know, of a good, you know, slice of life of these heroes in this bind. And also, at the same time, being able to pick it up 15 years-ish later uh, from the first one. Uh, and and basically, you could watch the first one, go right into the second one, and it boom, it picks right back up. Yeah. Uh, it's great. That's the wonders of animation. They don't age. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? You I can do. pick it up all these years later <laughs> and still have the same vocal talent that you had uh, before. So, and you're more likely to re-get those people because it's quicker, easier, and, and more cost-effective for the actor to oh, do yeah. vocal work than it is to be on screen. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, uh, you know, and Pixar nails it. Uh, it's rare when I have to get up and be like, Pixar made a bad movie, and I don't think I've ever actually said that. I've said Pixar's made some that I didn't like as much as others mm-hmm. and that were kind of, but, you know, even on a low end for Pixar, is still pretty damn good. This is towards the top. I enjoyed it as much, if not maybe a little bit more, than the original Incredibles. Because of Jack Jack, what I did miss was Syndrome. Yeah, Jason. Uh, I loved Syndrome as the villain. That's why I'll always like the first one a little bit more. But this movie is as good, if not a little bit better, than that first Incredibles. And we're talking, you know, these are top-notch movies here. uh, Both of them. Mm -hmm. They're of the higher uh, echelon of of my personal. The Incredibles 1 is my favorite of all Pixar's. 
So I was like, I got to see this. It's huge. Uh, yeah, and so I was I was definitely stoked to be able to take in. Uh, I caught the ending of the first Incredibles on the IMAX, which I'd never seen on IMAX before, and then uh, sat in for the second half for the Incredibles two on its uh, Wednesday preview, oh, the nice. special Wednesday double showing mm-hmm. or whatever. So so that was pretty cool. So this is not one that's a real uh, head-scratcher here. This is one I don't need to <laughs> recommend to everybody. You know you want to see it. You know it's going to be good. Nobody walked out of that movie saying, well, that fucking sucked. Stand by for the next review. Uh, <laughs> it, you know, it's a one that everybody loved. Everybody was there. It was fucking packed. Uh, you know, they, yeah. they had Well, I don't know. Incredibles and... 2 has a, had a long, healthy life in the uh, home video uh, viewings, and oh, that's yeah. why I said kids today are are still in love with the Incredibles even 15 years later, because you know, like you said, their parents watched it, so they said, "Oh, let's get that and make my kids watch it at home." Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think, it, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and children of all ages that's are right. down to clown for this uh, film. Absolutely, uh, it's definitely one that you want to put towards the top of your list. It's probably the uh, I'd have to double check, but it's probably the best movie in theaters right now. I only have one question. Taking out the Avengers. Did we because... get to meet um, Samuel L. Jackson's wife? No. <laughs> Does she make her vocal appearance? Oddly of... enough, no. Oh, my God. She was the best. I know. <laughs> she was awesome. I don't think they could have got the actress, or I don't know, but I was waiting for it, too, and no. Uh-uh, Where's that... my super suit, woman? It, yeah, that's not... Uh, there's none of that in there. Sam Jackson is, but yeah. the, the lady oh, is Oh, that's not. a shame. Yeah, so that was kind of a bit of a letdown. Sorry for the spoiler, if you were going for that specifically. <laughs> At least now you know. Uh, but, yeah. Um, so... Oh boy, do I have some things to say? Are we, are we shifting movies? Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, okay. So here's the deal. Uh, I'm going to try to get as uh, as plain to the point to this as I can. Well, I heard it was the scariest movie ever made. Yeah. Uh, USA Today put out an article. <laughs> it, made, it showed a dude in a weird spot from the movie that was literally like only like a one second thing from a movie. They mm-hmm. just grabbed a perfect shot at the right time. And they're like, is this the scariest movie in decades? We think so. Uh, USA Today, or it's the scariest movie. And they said it was fucking scary. A lot of good reviews. And, um, okay, so here's the deal. I get why people think this is good. It's people think, the, some people, critics mostly, think it's really good because it's that brooding, atmospheric, horror-type film that it follows, and, like, The Witch with oh, okay. the goat, you know what yeah. I mean? And, like, it's just, for the average casual viewer, it's pretty fucking boring um, because <laughs> they don't get the thematic film. Like, what they're going for is... I'm not here to scare you. I'm here to put you on edge, and I'm doing that by I don't know. Actually, the best way to, the best way to the best way to experience what I was just telling you is to watch a quiet place and do what Jim Krasinski did because, uh, damn, did he make a damn fine masterfully building of suspense movie. This is not that. This is it starts off fairly strong, and you go okay, all right. We get we get into it. And you're like, okay, all right, what? Okay. <laughs> um, and then the parts that were supposed to be, you know, the ones that make the crowd go, oh, my God, 
or you know, or the <gasps> you know, mm-hmm. it was met with laughter. Now, let me ask, is that the jump scare or is, no, is that the, the shock and awe? It's the shock and awe and the jump scares. Okay, where you're supposed to jump, it'll go and people laughed. <laughs> for the oh, I love those movies. Yeah, for the shock and awe, like the oh my god, people went, oh come on. <laughs> Laughter. Awesome. And then the ending. Awesome. Uh, let's just say we can compare it to uh, uh, Harold and Maude uh, that saw the lobster with us. That's two and a half hours I'll never get back. I heard those uh, exact words, only it wasn't two and a half hours, which I'll get to in just a second. But the ending was uh, met like this. Filled with laughter. Mm-hmm. Followed by a, oh, come the fuck on. Like, <laughs> what? There was some of that. There was, well, this is bullshit. And then there was some just riproarious laughter. And then there was the folks like me that's like, well, I know a lot of people going to hate that. <laughs> uh, and they're not going to be film critics because filmatically, yeah, there was some, I mean, if you want to talk about the structure was it all a dream? of the film. <laughs> No, but the, the the structure of the film, as far as the way it was framed, the way it was filmed, you know, the music that they used, the, the, the technical merits were all there of a fine film. Um, let's just say that you have to appreciate that type of horror I told you before. If you've watched It Follows and you go, well, that was stupid, that's the best of the three that I'm about to tell you, and that was not very good. <laughs> Uh, but it is to some people, if you don't like movies where not a lot of stuff happens, that you have to connect the dots yourself because there's a long periods of silence and so on and so forth. Uh, this, Holy shit. This movie is just... Uh, this is the biggest discrepancy between critic and the audience I've seen in a long time. Well, probably the audience is, fuck you, and the critics is like, this is great. That's exactly right. Yeah. It's 90 to 56. Yeah. and, and Wow, and, that's and like a 40-point stretch, man. Well, and here's, here's For, what. 35. Uh, it's a term that I like to use uh, when I talk about uh, the casual film goer, um, the casual viewer, the the people like Anna in, in the world. Mm-hmm. She, she's more more than casual in her, in her frequency but not in her mindset of mm-hmm. movies. She yeah, goes yeah. to movies because it says it's scary. Cool, I'm going to go get scared. Um, yeah. I'm not going to a scary movie to have to think about why I should be scared because that's too much work, and it wasn't even scary. It was comical and really long. And basically, I typed up, like, normally I would come home and type up a review and post it either that night or early the next day. I wrote my review on the way home, <laughs> and it was short. It said, "Hereditary is not the scariest movie ever made. It's long. It's over. It's long. It's boring. It's drawn out. It's not scary. A little bit demonic, and just flat out boring." Um, scary movies can't be long. That's just no. Rule and, and I don't. One. And then when I looked at the runtime, it wasn't long. It just felt like it mm-hmm. and that is even worse yeah uh and that's what i call the lobster effect uh, because <laughs> the lobster we thought it was long as shit and we found out it was less than like it was like right under two hours yeah. you're like no fucking way yeah well it did we end like three different six times hours, like <laughs> yeah. seriously uh, i still enjoyed the experience but <laughs> 
But yeah, so here's the way I can compare it with the lobsters because when we left the movie, the movie was fairly packed because of all the hype and the buzz. Okay, so when in my in the theater that we saw it at uh, for for screening for the review, nobody liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, some hated it. Others were like, I didn't like it. It was funny and not scary. And then others, uh, and you say, well, how do you know this? Well, because when I left. I listened to the people walking out, and there was a couple saying, well, that was fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, a couple others that were saying, well, that's two hours of my life. I'm never going to get back via Harold and Maud uh, <laughs> and Lobster. Um, and then I had to use the restroom, uh, and on the way out, I was in there, and there was a group of guys that came in, uh, probably about six or seven of them, all from that theater because it was one of the last showings of the night, and they all came in. Apparently, they all had to go to the bathroom, but uh, so apparently scared the pee out of us. Uh, well, but you not drink really. that big soda, you know. Yeah, I do. I, I, I do like a big soda. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so these are the things that I heard coming in there. Uh, the guy starts to pee, and he's like, "I'm enjoying this piss more than any bit of that movie." <laughs> I was like, "That's a good one-liner right there." There's another guy going, "I don't know what the fuck I just watched." But I can tell you, I didn't like it. There was another guy going, well, that was just fucking stupid. Hey, that's what the first guy said. And then there was another guy going, I don't know why I let my fucking wife bring me to these things. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. And then there was this a guy. This movie crushed that dude's soul. Oh, dude, so much. Oh, dude, it, it bled him dry wow. of all the cares that he had. Wow. It, 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 it fucking mashed him flat. Uh, and then there was another guy come in there and goes, I don't think people are going to like that movie. <laughs> and then there was another guy that was like, is that movie scary? That movie was not scary. Did it scare you? Did it scare you? Did it scare you? Hey, Jim, did you get fucking scared during that movie? No. I don't even know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so that wasn't even all of them. That's just what I remember, especially the one about the pee, because I thought it was pretty funny. That's pretty funny, I yeah. Mean, he, 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 gets more, he gets more enjoyment out of releasing that pee. Than any did, part of that movie. Yeah, for the entire two hours of the movie. So if that doesn't say enough, I'm just going to go ahead and say it like this. Because I do, I, I went to school with other people who are in, you know, they know a little bit about movies uh, that go extend beyond the average casual viewer that says, okay, yeah, the story was kind of dumb and not well executed, but the acting from Tony Collette was very good. The acting from Gabriel Byrne was very good, and I concur. Uh, Tony Collette played an outstanding uh, crazy lady, and it's really a shame that I mean, I guess it's not a shame for them because on Rotten Tomatoes it's ninety percent, and I guess you know success. Oh, for dude, them. There's, there's some, but it's outlandish reviews. Destined to be a classic. Yeah, no, sir, uh, no. And it's first off, it's way overhyped. Second off, it's mismarketed as it's not scary. It's a demonic, little disturbing tale. That has no real scares in it whatsoever. Uh, no jump scares, like no psychological horror scares. Horror suspense. Kind yeah, of, of sorts. Now, this is gonna, what's going to happen. Either you are going to be of the mindset where you're like, well, I know, uh, or at least you think you fancy yourself uh, a bit of a movie buff and you think that you should like it because everybody says you should like it. It has a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. I should like this movie. Oh, I do. Oh, I do. I do. Uh, no, but there are some people that will do that just because there are some of those type of people. And in that, there's also regular people who might find some enjoyment from it. I can't speak for all the casual moviegoers. I can just speak for the, re- the reactions that I saw from a lot of people 
uh, in the the theater that uh, I, I was watching for the review. So um, I have found that either you like it or love it or don't like it or hate it. Let me throw this one at you. It rambles on for more than two hours thumbing through genre touchstones. That's even being polite. Oh, wow. All right. Cool. Um, yeah, I hated this movie. I hated everything about this movie. <laughs> I don't think it was scary. I'll never recommend it to anybody. But I won't say that you're wrong if you say, well, I liked the movie and thought it was pretty good. That's why film is fun. It's subjective. Well, it's art, yeah. You know, uh, you... you might have a completely different experience. What I'm here for is to guide the casual viewers into films that they would enjoy thoroughly, and I can't do that with this one. Um, regardless of all the positive uh, reviews, not word of mouth, not word of mouth. I've only known, because uh, on my thing that I commented about, only two people liked it. All the rest were like, oh, my God, I hated this fucking movie. Um, <laughs> and not just a little bit. Like They're like... I am angry. I mean, think about it, though. When you go and you see something that's mismarketed nowadays that you expect to be scary, that's not. You drop the, you know, we'll call it cheap and 20, say $9 a ticket. Yeah. You know, so you do that. You get the corn and two large drinks. So you're, you know, 40 bucks in the hole. Mm -hmm. And you're going in to see something good. Cool. Hey, we pay for some good entertainment. <sighs> no. No. Well... You know, going back to what you said about the thinking, you know, you can get an audience to do that, but you have to do the work to get them there. You sure do. And you can't just start there and expect it to, to last for two hours. Yeah. And if you're going to make some shit scary, make it so it's not blatantly comical. Because, <laughs> I mean, seriously, like, I get why it was, like, perceived as disturbing. But, like, I respectfully, I was like... You know, I didn't laugh out loud. I just kind of went, oh, that was pretty dumb. I uh, <laughs> had a little chuckle. But others just guffawed Yeah, in a horror movie in the theater. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Doesn't happen that often. Uh, and when it does, there's a problem. I don't know what that problem is. I mean, I think I do. But, I mean, it's a different problem for other people, I guess. But uh, ultimately, the ratio is like 2 to 20 of the people I talked to. Two people liked it. 20 said... Uh-uh. <laughs> nah. No, thank you. Nope, I didn't like it. And then the rest of the people that I talked to about it, they're like, yeah, I've not heard such good things about that. Even though the reviews say that it's pretty good, everybody that I know saw it says it sucked. So uh, only, I guess, you can make up your mind on this. But I just want to say that for me, my numbers are abysmal. It's a fucking 25 percenter, and it's for the acting. Probably don't uh, risk your money. You know what? I'll say I'll bump it up to a 30 percent because it did start fairly strong. <laughs> you're going to say on time no, or some it shit. My, <laughs> no, it held my attention for uh, not attention, but it held like I was into it for about 20 minutes. That's pretty you good. Know, it's a good start, and the wheels come off for the yeah. rest of the two fucking hours. <laughs> yes. Hour 40. Uh, it's bad. Yeah. Oh, it's not even two hours? No, no, the the, the remainder. Oh, yeah, okay. I was going to say, it, it certainly felt every bit of two fucking uh, hours. Yeah, let me, let me see if sure. I can uh, uh, pull up the runtime for you. Doop -de -doop -de -doop 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 -doop. It should be right here, but it's not. Rotten Tomatoes says, uh, oh, uh, 127. So two hours, seven minutes. That's with credit, so it's two hours even. Yeah. Not good. No. So I, I'm, I'm going to say hard pass 
on that. <laughs> uh, but again, you'll only, you won't know. I kind of got to see this now. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's exactly it right there. You won't know until you know. Yeah. And almost me carving it up like this is almost like if it's as bad as he says it is, I got to go see if it's as bad as he says it is. <laughs> Nothing's better than a bad horror movie. I mean, well, this, no, because it's not even like that. Like, yeah. This is still takes itself seriously enough to be a horror movie without being a bad horror movie in the way that you were talking mm-hmm, about. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Killer clowns from yeah, outer like, space. Yeah, like bad horror. Like, yeah. this is, no, this is not that. Like, so bad it's good in, in, in the eye of the beholder. Like, this is just not good. Unless yeah, you like, the mark. unless you like those atmospheric, brooding, slow burn, uh, air quote horror. Yeah, films. but the payoff has to be fucking incredible. It does, and it's not. Yeah, it's stupid and confusing and just dumb. So <laughs> yeah, and I know dumb is another word for stupid, but I just it's that bad. <laughs> Every other synonym for not smart. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping that we get great things out of our movie for this week, which is one that I personally am pretty fucking stoked about, as I love me some dinosaurs. I really do. Sitting uh, at a happy 58. Oh, damn, it dropped. It was at 70. I thought it was certified fresh, but it's not. Uh, it has dropped a considerably, bit, uh, like a rocket. Reviews like, counted 120. That's pretty. That's yeah, that's enough. It was at 70 percent, like I thought was on its way to being certified fresh two days ago, and now it's dropped rapidly. Wow. Um, I but, you know, happened. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But I still am excited to see it because it has fucking dinosaurs. And I like uh, Jurassic Park slash world movies. So that will be the focus next week on uh, our lovely, lovely review show. J-Rod will have another secret movie for you. Uh, hopefully uh, that will be as exciting as the Steve Martin one was. Yeah. As that uh, shit is tough to beat. As far as just general random, well, you know me. I'm always excited about true crime, anyway. So. Indeed, uh, and yeah, that's they're seeming to get a lot of that going right now because of it's the popularity. Very popular of genre, the, yeah. Well, and that too, and they're they're there's like holy shit! Look at all these people that watch that making a murder. We need to get more of that shit. Stat. Yeah. Um, so, I know. You know, it's interesting. A lot of the comedians that I follow are really into true crime. Really, Brendan Schaub, uh, Tom Segura. It's because the comedians, dude, they got those cracked minds. They, well, little, they, the real life bizarre. story too. You know, stranger than fiction sort of a yeah. deal. Yeah. So, uh, so we'll have that for you next weekend. I know a lot of people are going to want to know about the Jurassic World, and you can find that review with us. Fairly quickly, as soon as it's over. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Look forward to talking to you next week on How Simp Sees It. And in case I don't see you, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Honey! What? Where's my super suit? What?